three, two, it's recording. Hi, Kath. Hi, Don. Open up my window. Happy snowstorm. Happy snowstorm. It's been nice two days. Oh. Here we are in the Northeast. Two feet of snow. It's insane. But it's the perfect oh, crazy. snow for igloo making. Not that I made an igloo, but it, re it reminded me of when I was about seven or eight years old. So you were teeny tiny. And I had a sleepover at a friend's house and her father was a bit of a white collar know-it-all that I know my dad had a friendly rivalry with. Who was, what? I can't, I'm not going to say it on the podcast. I don't remember who, okay. Uh, yeah, you won't, okay. you probably won't know, but okay. um, I'm not saying his name. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, I had come back from a sleepover the winter and I was so excited to share with dad that I made an igloo with this man and his daughters during the sleepover and I thought the coolest thing he did was take a candle and make you know if you take a candle inside an igloo it kind of melts the very tiny surface no I don't know that you don't know that trick no and then it kind of becomes this like very cool like a sheen, like a the thinnest sliver, you know, the thinnest layer of ice. So it kind of looks like one big, like wall. Okay. Really cool. Okay. So I was so impressed and I thought it was the coolest thing. And it just so happened. This was one of those winters in the seventies where I feel like winters in the seventies were a lot worse than the winters now. Right. Yes. And, uh, and it snowed again another first snow day dad was home this particular day and so dad was like oh you think it was impressive i said oh can we do an igloo ellen can we do a candle and dad he he let me use the blowtorch oh my god <laughs> inside the igloo <laughs> that's so dad he's like a candle i'll show you a candle yeah, he's like i'll show you a fucking candle <laughs> like fuck that we use a blowtorch in our house. <laughs> he had that green tin blowtorch, right? Yeah. 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 And he used yeah. it for everything. He used it to like flambe things. He's like, I wonder if I can melt this. He did find marshmallow. He used that blowtorch everywhere. As a matter of fact, when I first bought the house and I was <laughs> scraping paint, dad's like, well, let's just burn it off. And he was using a blowtorch. I was like, okay. You use that blowtorch, Dad. In the meantime, I'll just continue to scrape, okay? Like a normal oh my God. planet Earth, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. I miss him so much. I've been thinking about Dad so much. I know. Well, our cousin had a baby. Our cousin had a baby, a baby girl. Baby girl, another Verderamo. Oh, thank goodness. We need, a, we need more Verderamos. Does the world need more Verderamos? <laughs> I think so. Maybe not. <laughs> There are a few people out there who would disagree. <laughs> so cute. But it comes yeah, from a sweet for Ramos. Yeah, he would be. Yeah, he would be. Mm -hmm. I know when I was, um, I was uh, shopping 
for a personalized gift for them, uh, a cardinal came and sat right on the window. Oh, like, oh, hi, Dad. Cardinals yeah. are uh, spiritual messages from your loved ones. I know. But Dad, to me, is a fly because <laughs> he said he would come back as a fly, like a fly on the wall. He's like, be careful what you're saying, do I'm going to be a fly on the wall. And every time they're in the middle of like winter or whatever I'm doing, I could yeah. be in my most deepest meditation. It's like, yeah. <laughs> right on my nose. And I'm like, oh, hi, dad. It's like, okay, dad, I'm trying to be serious. My funny, my funny memory of that was it was before COVID because there was somebody at your house. And I was like, this fucking fly, or was it my house? It was and your house. Like, Don't touch the fly. <laughs> you looked crazy. <laughs> Like, I did. I look like a Buddhist that don't don't step on the ants. You know, I'm like, don't step on my the fly. It's dead. Don't kill the fly. <laughs> it's my dad. It's like what? <laughs> he follows me. I swear. It's it's like there's no reason to have a fly. There's no reason to have a fly. And I will be somewhere, and it's in the car. One fly will be in the car. One yeah. fly. But always when I'm in my center space, where I'm trying to be serious. Right in my nose. <laughs> can't you come back like, like a ghost like everybody else? Can't I just see you in the corner? Right, of, like, right. can't you just fucking freak me out by like closing a door? Do you know the conversation I had with dad before he died? It was like a week before he died and we had a serious conversation. And as you know, we've talked about dad before, but I love talking about dad and he's fun. And so I said, dad, what's the sound you're going to make so I know it's you? <laughs> and he goes... <laughs> I said, Dad, what's the outfit you're gonna wear so I know it's you, so it's not an imposter. So he came out and he put his he put his um motorcycle vest on and he came out in his boots. Yes, I remember. Closet. Yeah, I yeah. said, this is the outfit you'll see me, and then I'll Ghost make the outfit. sound. And he goes. He looks so like funny. Sully from Monsters. Monsters. He Inc. does. He does look like Sully. That he we've watched. Sully. We've watched. No, we have Nico. You and I have Nico on the weekends. Yeah. And um, pretty much, you know, it's funny. I, I was telling Chris when I was uh, when I was in charge of Sophie and Donovan at the house, and you were working. It was like no screen time. Like we did crafts, yeah. we read. Like fuck was, that now. <laughs> tired. Now that we're like the grandparents, I'm like, shall we have ice cream for dinner? <laughs> and what movie do you want to watch? Because you can watch whatever you want. What kind of garbage would you like to consume? It's fantastic. It is a freedom. It is a freedom I love. I totally love it. I love it. Whatever you want to do. I know we watched TV for like eight hours. It was fantastic. I know. It was vacation every <laughs> it time. Was like vacation. I'm like Nico's coming over. I'm gonna have vacation. I feel like it's vacation time. It's true. But you know what? I don't mind him doing that because he plays at the same time. He's not oh, a kid yeah, that he's sits. He's always playing. Yeah. He's always playing. Mm -hmm. So it's not like he doesn't do two things at once because you know having a kid sit there and watch him is not. You, you will kill yeah, brain he cells. Do that. Yeah. He interacts. He plays. We build. Yeah. We're always doing something. Yeah, yeah. So it's just background, but he is, he's fun. He's yeah. fun. And he's funny. The faces he makes, that lip, like, I don't know. I know. <laughs> he, he is really funny. Uh, yeah, we've watched, I, we watched Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University probably four times this weekend. And it's, 
And the thing is, it's my favorite movie. So I know. I'm so glad he liked before. it. Yeah, he went through a frozen phase. That was okay. Yeah, I can't. It was I can't. okay. Is everybody watching? Here's a trick. What? Here's a trick. If you have some a little person in your life who just wants to hear Frozen all the time, sing along. They hate that. So yeah. I used to say, he used to say, can we watch Frozen? You know, he'd say Frozen, however he would say it. He would say yeah. like Bobin or something. Right. And I'd say, okay, but I get to sing. And then he would choose something else. He'd be like, cars. Yeah. <laughs> so really clear. I'll take cars. Okay. Don't mean me. Cars. Oh, I also, he will also watch, um, what is that called? BattleBots with me. That's good. That's, That's good all one. engineering. I We bought him for um, grandpa and I bought him one of those big cars that you can sit in and drive, you know, when you're about three or four. But of course, we buy it when he's a year and a half because that's what yeah. grandparents do. It's ridiculous. And um, we have an empty room that we call the garage because we leave, that's his room with all his toys and the car in it. But now he's so interested in engineering, he's been taking the car apart to show battery. He's like, yeah. battery. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. And now he's, so now I got to put the car away. And I feel really bad. But you got to yeah. meet him where he's at. He's advanced. You got to meet him where he's at. You know, I had a friend advanced. who, um, whose sister, whose sister's son was uh, on the spectrum. He was diagnosed with autism at like six or seven years old. And they were, I remember, where were we? We were, it was a social situation, a cocktail party or something. And they were like, oh, he takes everything apart and tries to put it back together. But he's a little kid, so he's not always successful, but he's fascinated by it. So and they, and the the adults, the normies, you know, I don't know where yeah. I was, but everybody was normal around me. They were like, just exasperated by it. They were like, he, he takes everything apart. I'm like, you know, if you go to Goodwill, there's like VCRs for $5. There's televisions right. for $10. There's like That's exactly. answering machines. I say, get those dumb answering machines. You know, let we, you know, as children of the 70s and 80s, we would hold the tape recorder to the TV or the radio and hit record. I'm like, those things, take those things apart. And they were like, That's such yeah. a good idea. I'm oh like, Oh my God. Wait, who's that guy? Not Mike Tyson, Gross Degrassi the scientist what's his name the mike tyson degrassi he's so great the the quantum physics guy the cosmic guy what's his name i think his name is mike tyson degrassi <laughs> i think you're right no i'm serious what's his name he's so great <laughs> neil neil degrassi it's no. not tyson there's no tyson in that i think there's a it's neil degrassi tyson that's it, Tyson. <laughs> that Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. So I remember watching his show because he has a cos uh, about the cosmos. You know, if you watch his show, and he talks about quantum physics, he talks about balance of science. He's amazing, and he used to say there Chris was a show. Him. You know that, Who? my Chris. My Chris can't stand him, and it bothers me that he can't stand him because I like him. I like him. I think he's fantastic. I like Star Talk. Who doesn't like Star Talk? I love Star Talk, and yeah. so. Um, I remember the advice he gave. He's like, embrace kids who are learning, spilling things and taking things apart because they're learning about the earth and how things work. Don't right. discourage. If he spills milk, that's good. It's called gravity. Talk about gravity. Talk about why things fall. Yeah. And yeah. I always remember that because, you know, when we have Donovan, 
Don, Donovan is a walking, spilling, breaking. <laughs> it's a walking volcano. <laughs> so, you know, he's, you know, and you can't, you know, you can't make a kid or somebody be on eggshells for who they are. That's just not productive and happy. And right. so I really embrace that philosophy. Like if you spill something, I'm like, all right, I spill it too. Now let's clean it up and let's see what happens. I never get mad at, and I think taking things apart and learning how to put things back together. Cause when your life falls apart, you're going to be able to put it back together. But, yeah. Wrap it out, shake it off, do a dance. That's yeah. what I say. It starts with that. And so I, I am going to get some stuff for Nico to take apart because he really is interested, except it's not safe. So I got to put yeah, the car in He's the, still really super little. He's really, yeah. little, but he's really brainy. He's super brainy. Yeah. I'm proud of that. I'm happy about that. I know. I'm super happy about that. My nose is running today because I was outside in the snow. No, um, you were making igloos with the blowtorch. <laughs> making igloos with the blowtorch. <laughs> Showing off your goods. So oh fancy. my god, Dad would. Yeah, yeah, Dad. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, so um. The reason why we're, you know, the reason why I wanted to record earlier than we usually do. No. Is so I can play my Oculus. Oh my God. So I it just was want my birthday know last week. Public service last week. And I got an Oculus. Go ahead. I'm making a public service announcement. If you're trying to get a hold of Donna, you won't be able to because she's playing her Oculus. I just have to say, I, well, we're going to talk about your birthday, but on your birthday. You could talk about your birthday, but I can't wait to say how much I kicked ass on that game. Yeah, yeah. You kicked ass on on Beat Saber, right? Yeah. 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 What's what's really great is um Sophie, you know. So, so Beat Saber is like one of the most popular games on Oculus. And Oculus is a VR virtual reality thing. You put the thing on your face and you're in this crazy virtual reality. And it's really amazing and anybody who is not who who thinks like no big deal is just a pretentious loser it's don't judge people so not everybody i'll totally judge you send me your email tell me that it's no big deal and i'm gonna tell you that you are just a jaded loser that's it i'm okay with that You're because so it's fucking ridiculous. amazing it's fucking amazing i can't play it for too long it makes me kind of stick yeah. a little bit because i have too much I got too much going on in my cosmic realm. I know, but the, so Beat Saber is one of the most popular games where you have like two like lightsabers and you just, it's like a dance It's thing. like Guitar Hero, but you, you like with the music and you have and to- you're smashing things with lasers. And you have to go in a specific direction yeah. and uh, it comes at you really fast. And apparently young kids are supposed to be really good at this like kids like Sophie's age and then they tell you that older people can't do it and so grandpa and I got on it and I beat the hard level the first try I know Sophie was so upset she was like that's so upsetting <laughs> How is that upsetting? and I was like well here's the thing I think I think and like you're a good driver and we've talked about this on the podcast before and not that... rain man good driver I am a good driver like, <laughs> like I say I'm a good driver and then I'm like oh I am no, you I, are. Yeah, you are. You you can drive a box truck and not clip anything. You yeah. won't clip a mailbox. You yeah. need something moved in a box truck. Call Kathy. <laughs> she won't clip a mailbox. She won't. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, you could probably do a drive-through in a box truck. I could. I could go through an ATM. I could go through an ATM <laughs> with the with the lanes with a box truck and not snip anything. Yeah. So I told Kathy or Sophie, I was like, "Don't be so upset because your mom is a good driver. She'll probably." You know. Well, you know what it is. I what I, what everybody doesn't seem to understand is I have the force. I let go. <laughs> I have the force. I let it go. I breathe. I'm relaxed. I just follow it and I flow like Luke Skywalker. I have yeah. the force. The force is in me. Yeah. One of the programs. One of the things that I bought is called Trip, and it's like the coolest meditation. Like that was cool. It was very cool. And whoever was part of the engineering of the design of that game clearly had they have a cosmic clue because there's like merkaba symbols and stuff and they do and they do the very specific breathing techniques it's very cool and um Uh yeah i'm down with that so i do that every day which is so cool well happy birthday donna you deserve to be happy I'm glad it made you happy. So um, as soon as we're done with this podcast, I'm going to go back into my puzzle-solving detective story. I was in a really creepy chapel crypt. If you want to know what it is, people, it's the, it's the, it's, what is it called? The room, a dark matter. That's what it's called. Jeez, I'd have enough in my life. I don't need to add that. But Henry's playing it too. He's, he's addicted to it. Like when you come out, he played for like two hours and didn't realize he's playing. Yeah, it, I, I played for three hours last night and I had no idea it was that long. Yeah. Like I played that long. It's yeah. fucking the coolest thing. And it's so cool during the pandemic. Because I have to say, one of the things I didn't really know about it, because I got it to like move. Like yeah. I'm, I'm feeling cooped up. Um, I'm not going to the gym. I'm yeah. not going out. Um, yeah. Even though on social media, I see so many people having meetups and going to places. I just, it's like a pandemic out there. I don't understand. No, I don't understand. No. So um, I'm not going out and I'm la la la. So I asked for the Oculus. Chris spoiled me, got it for me. And uh, a friend from Washington was like, oh, I have it too. And we quote unquote met in this cool house. And then we did um, virtual sightseeing in Tokyo. That's cool. And it was really cool because our conversations, it sounded like we were sitting next to each other in a car. That's crazy. It was- Technology is crazy. And I haven't seen his physical person in years. And so it felt like, it really felt like we hung out like for an hour and so during you know a dark january night where i was you know kind of alone i would have been reading by myself in my head i was actually hanging out with a friend looking at the sites it was so cool what a great solution to uh to socialize yeah i think it's a great thing to socialize i mean i personally um have a hard time you know with that stuff my i just my i think because i have a uh TAI, you know, I have a brain injury. They, they consider it a yeah. brain injury mm-hmm. that sometimes it's overstimulating and I get a little, you know, where I usually can take that stuff. I think if I was to just sit and watch a movie, you know, like, cause you can do that. You showed me like, yeah, you can watch Netflix. yeah. because Christina, the, the Moroccanist and I, you know, we've been best friends for 
40 years and we watch movies on the phone together. Right. Yeah. This is like, perfect for you. Yeah. And yeah. just sit and watch Yeah. Movie you can totally together. watch movies together. Yeah. It's really um, cool. Yeah. You know, I have to wait for, you know, when, when money comes, I think we might get it. I think I might get it for Henry before his birthday. Just as, yeah. I think he would really like it. Yeah. For I sure. I think he would love it. He really loves it. Yeah. So exciting. You had an exciting, you got a lot going on with your Very birthday. Exciting. I know. Today. And into today. Today's February 2nd. And it's uh, in bulk or Candlemas or Groundhog's Day because they stole the holiday from us pagans because that's what they always do. And it's our, it's mine and Chris's 13 year anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thanks. That's great. I love Chris. Yeah. I love you and Chris together. I love, I love Chris. I love I Mo. Momo's good. It's good. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. I know. And he puts up with he can work he, with you. He what? <laughs> he, he can what? work with you. He can work he with what? you. <laughs> he gets points. I give him a lot of lot of attention and love. It's like he's really good. <laughs> You're so good. <laughs> so good. No, you guys are great together. Happy anniversary. I'm so happy for Thanks. you guys. Super Thanks. Fun. I'm going to be ignoring him playing my Oculus. That's for our anniversary. You know, and that's your typical. <laughs> that's why I said I give him attention. I was like, oh, look at you. So great. Yeah. So, yeah. He's he's my best friend for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. All we do is try to make each other laugh. I think that's the secret. When people are like, oh, you know, what's the secret? I'm like, we really, we really try to make each other laugh. Yeah. Like, throughout the day. And I think that's the secret for a lot of things, a lot of relationships. Uh, that's for I, that's all you and I do. I, I just try to make you laugh because then if you're laughing at me, you're not mad at me. So as long as <laughs> anytime you're not mad at me, I'm happy. So I will put on tap shoes, wear a clown nose and do what I got to do. You know, it's the same this way, Kath. You always pretend that you're the white light in the white robe. But you know what? You, shoot, you shoot some nasty lasers yourself there, lady. Um, I'm getting better at it. You've been teaching me. So it's a flattery because I used to, to I've been teaching you how to aim better. Is yes. that what you're saying? I'm terrible at it. You're just, because you can like squish it. If I had a dick, you'd be like, you know, like, no, put it down. I'd be like, ah, I've got it. And you're like, no, that didn't work. I get a lot of no. And I'm like, oh, trying, trying. I'm doing, I'm getting better with my fire. I'm definitely getting better with my fire. Yeah. Well, speaking of fire and people oh. who throw fire really well. So Donovan said the funniest oh. thing, but I want to share it with people, but we need to give them some context. So let's do a pretend phone call. That's very typical. Donovan calls, okay. Donovan calls somebody in our family every single day, if not yes. more than once a day. Yes. So he will call us. He usually calls us around six thirty, seven o'clock. And um, I'd say five days a week. At yeah. Least. Yeah. He calls, he calls Sophie. He calls Caleb. He calls his uh, peeps in Texas. He that's like his outlet. Right? Yeah. He's, yeah. In the, he's in the residential yeah. place and he is and he's in the middle of a pandemic and he's well. in the middle of a pandemic. So he's quarantined a lot and he got he has to go to school. So he, he's dealing his. He did, he got dealt a really difficult deck. I mean, uh, cards. I mean, I just, this guy he really I did love that guy. Yeah. So, um, do you want to be Donovan or do you want me I to be I think I should be Donovan. I okay. think I'm really good at Donovan. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. And so this is a very, action. okay. Go ahead. Go. Hi, Donovan. 
Hey, Angela. <laughs> Hi, Angela. Hey, Dee. How's hey. your day today? It's all right. I'm fine. I think I grew taller. I think I'm taller now. How tall are you? I think I'm six. Do you think I'm six one or six two? Oh, I think I think you're at least six two. You'll probably get to be at least six three. At least. I've been sleeping a lot. I've been sleep. What do you think that means? I've been sleeping a lot. That you're getting taller. Yeah, I think I'm about six one. How tall do your friends think you are? Oh, I, I, my friends, oh, my friends, I kick their ass. They know I'm bigger than them. I'm bigger than them. I'll always be bigger than them. So it doesn't matter how tall. I'll be six five, six five, six six. It's in my family. Right. Yeah. So, um, what movies have you watched lately? Um, I'd say Step Brothers is my favorite. Donna and Donna and Donna, you remember the balls on the? Uh, you remember the balls and the tentacles on the drum? Donovan, I've <laughs> never seen the movie. But I promise you I'll watch it. I promise. Okay, it's really funny. Don't, don't, don't talk like that. <laughs> it's real exciting. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. I promise I'll watch it. Whatever. And, and then what does he say? And then he always says, do you know how tall I am? Do you know because, how tall? So it goes back to the height. It goes thing. back to how being goes tall he is. So that's about 20 minutes. 20 minutes of that cycle conversation. Cycle conversation. Occasionally he'll throw in, you know, my mom is ignoring me. <laughs> yes. Um, but yes. That's, that's the level of conversation. So that's the background. And then yep. this, this conversation you had with him the other day. So yeah. I'm just going to tell you the conversation. So I, so Donovan calls me up and he wants a new cell phone because when the pandemic is done, he's finally coming back home from the weekend. So we're really excited about that. So his old iPhone died. It doesn't work at all. We got uh, Don, Sophie was able to get a refurbished one, but because it wasn't used for a year, it just totally died. So he's like, mom, I need iPhone a new cell phone. Like yeah. He says, mom, he goes, I need a new cell phone. I said, I'll get you a new cell phone. No problem. I'll ask Sophie to get you a, a refurbished one. He's like, you can get me a, um, you know, one of the Galaxy ones. It's fine. And he goes, um, you didn't buy a plan, did you? For the last one, I'm like, yes, you wanted a plan. You wanted to use it for calls. He goes, well, that's stupid, mom. You're so stupid. I'm only home. I could use Wi-Fi. And I was like, first of all, take it down. Take it down. And I kept telling him, take it down. He was really being fire with me. And I'm learning how to stand up to him more and tell him to knock it off and I'm going to get off the phone. And he responds well when I seem to be assertive. So we're getting elevated, right? I'm trying to take it down. And I go, okay, John, let's just redirect. I'm not going to buy the plan. He goes, good, because it's stupid if you buy a plan. We're not going to use it. It's a waste of money. I don't want to pay for it. I'm going to have to work at Walmart and pay for my plan. <laughs> he's not wrong. And I said, okay, you're right. And I'm trying to say he's right. So I said, Donovan, I said, all right, let's just change this. How's school going? He's like, it's fine. He goes, I, he goes, it's fine, mom. School's like the regular. It's fine. And he, and I said, what are you learning? He's like, I'm not in a fucking med school. <laughs> I just love that kid. I was trying not to with me he was so done with me not in fucking med school <laughs> oh my i miss him so much oh my god yeah yeah it's hard 
that's funny. He's great, but I love our conversations. He's really funny and he's very, um, he's super intuitive and knows exactly what's going on. So if there's something wrong with you and you're on the other line, he'll tell you. Oh, he, yeah, he knows. He fucking knows. He knows all that shit. He's really brilliant. He's really mm-hmm. brilliant. So mm-hmm. that was Donovan not going to med school. Nope. I don't think you're in med school, but anything's <laughs> possible. I'm fucking mad. Shut up, mom. You're, you're asking stupid questions. He always tells me, he's like, you know, you, you just ask stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs> but then he comes right back saying, you know, I've almost graduated. Yeah. He's like, you know, I'm you, know what, you know how tall I am, right? Yeah. And then it goes back to, yeah, uh, I love every second of it. I do. I get all fiery, but man, he is like, oh, he's so great. I miss him. I can't, this pandemic is really, it's really tough. It's really tough, especially, you know, there, there are listeners out there who I'm sure have, you know, parents who are in um, nursing homes and uh, kids in residential. And it's just like, you know, being apart from people you love is just like, it's really hard. I'm really grateful that, you know, you and I are really conscious. Our families are small enough where we create pods and we trust each yeah. other. Yeah. Like nobody comes to our house. Nobody goes mm-hmm. to your house and no. we test. We, we do it because, you know, not everybody can do that. And people I are know. getting sick. People are getting sick. And Donovan has been fantastic. He's been advocating to get the vaccination here's my child who's eight special needs intellectually challenged right yeah yeah he knows more about his health and what is good for him than adults that are fun like i just he's like mom it may doesn't make sense for me not to get it because some of the people aren't getting in vac. you know the parents aren't signing off for vaccination Mm -hmm. which i understand if but on the other hand if they're you know medically sensitive like donovan has high risk he's got medical conditions that if this if this vaccine is good for him i i'm like i'm not going to get mine until you get yours done and like i'm not getting mine until he gets his yeah i can't sleep if i know that my kid isn't gonna if my kid can't get it and i have one so i'm like finally they're getting his vaccine and he was like i said it's up to you you know, you know, your body, he goes, I need to take it. I want to take it. And I think it's going to be good for me. Mm. And so he's advocating for himself. I was really proud of him. Yeah. 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 He's not just be, he's like, kids aren't getting it here. I don't want to get COVID. And if it's going to help me not get COVID, I'm going to do it. Right. I was like, oh, watch your stepbrothers with the balls on (laughs) (laughs) balls on drums and vaccines. I love it. All right, we're going to take a break, uh, mostly because I need to go to the bathroom, and we'll come back and we'll talk about what's happening on Patreon. Bye. We'll be right back. Hey, Sophie here, and the sisters are making plans for 2021, and we want you to be the first to know. As a thank you for giving us your email, we have three gifts for you. Go to our website, www.thesistersarein.com, and sign up at the bottom of the homepage to get your downloads. Two meditations with Kathy and a 2021 full moon intentions from Donna and myself. Thank you for supporting The Sisters Are In. We're back. We're back. So much easier than the other equipment, I have to say. Even though the other equipment sounds better. Don't jinx it. Mercury's in retrograde. Oh. <laughs> I spat. For real. I, just spat. I did. For reals. 
Oh, that was made me laugh. Missing everybody. Yeah. So, um, I don't even know where to start because I feel like we've been doing so much work on Patreon. And um, uh, one of the things that has been helpful to me is that, you know, Patreon held me accountable. One of the things that I, I, you know, when you say things out in the world, like you feel more obligated to actually follow through, yeah. you know, that old, you know, the, the, the thing about like, write it down. Yes. You know, vision boards and write it down. So in October, what are you doing? What are you doing? Changing my writing. I want oh, to look pretty. That was so weird. Um, it was distracting. Um, in October, in October, um, I declared that I was doing my cleanup project. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, the method that I've used for the attic, it was the attic and it was like a big dumping ground. And the idea is that you touch, you, you throw one thing away on the first, you throw two things away on the second, you throw th three things away on the third. Right. In the fourth. And the first week is super easy. You're like, oh, this is really easy. But then once you get into like 19, 20, 21, 22, it gets really hard. And you'll find the reason why I prefer this method than the, I'm going to do this one Saturday and clean out the garage this Saturday is because if you spread the project out for the month, the things that you touched on the seventh that are like, I want to keep by yeah. the 29th, you're like, I don't really need to keep it. Right. Or you've thought of someplace really great to either reuse it, repurpose it, donate it, or give it away. Right. And so I actually got more cleaned out than I actually thought I was going to. So um, I decided to move my altar up there. Like all my witchy stuff is upstairs. And I've made a really creepy space that... Um, Look at my uh, face. You can't see my face because we're on a podcast, but I have that face. Like You this. have a face. And um, yeah. Sage it. It's sage. I sage all the time. All right. So anyway, yes. um, so it's, um, you know, creating that space has really helped me, um, you know, stick to a better practice, you know? Good. Yeah. And Accountability so is really helpful. Yeah. When, when people are, when you're, when you're helping others to do work, you have to do the work too. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's like, you have to, you know, and I think that's why it was so helpful. Because, you know, that's why I, I mean, I love Patreon because it started because I do the work anyway, because that's just my life. This isn't necessarily your life. It's a part of who no. you are. Mm -hmm. But this is my whole life. Right. My whole life is to run. This room I have that you can't see is my entire life. It's like I wake up with spirit. I work in spirit. I work with other people in spirit and I go to bed in spirit. It's like my livelihood and my and my job and it's a lot and when something is just a part of you it's a part of what your makeup it's easy not to have that ritual routine and now spirit saying you're more than that don it's it is it's more than just a little bit a part of you it's a lot of you yeah and so you were just ready to finally create space for yourself and then other people got to see what a difference that makes when you create your own space yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. 
it's your space really is incredible. awesome. I joke around, but it's awesome. Yeah, I'm so yeah. proud of you. Mm-hmm. I think we've been talking about it for five years. I know. I've been talking about cleaning out the attic since 2006. But cleaning out the attic for a different reason. Yeah. Because you like order. You like clean and order. I do. I like organization because I so, have a lot of stuff. Right. got to be organized. So your intention, which is interesting to talk about, is that your intention, the reason why it wasn't happening is because the intention was wrong. It wasn't just to have cleanliness and organization. The space was for you to have spiritual organization so that you had a place to practice so that you can, you can do your 90%, you know, you can do your 90% instead of staying in your 10%. Yeah. That's important. So I'm proud of you. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It's really great. And um, yeah, I look forward to the, the work I'll be doing up there. All of a sudden I'm going to have a limp. If I piss her off and I start limping and you'll wish (laughs) it's either going to be really good or really not good, but you know, um, there's something to be said about creating a space for manifestation, you know? Um, yeah, or peace, a peace of or mind. Peace, yeah, peace of mind. I um, I was up there, and I was like, okay, I you know, I want to manifest something. I want something. So if you want something, you have to give something. And so how can I be of service, right? So I was thinking about like, okay, here I am. I'm not going anywhere and I'm not going someplace to be of service. How do, how do I be of service? Because, you know, when I, you know, when you work for a not-for-profit that's mission oriented, you are always in service. I feel like, you know, like my career, my previous career was always in service. So it's not something that's on my mind, but I haven't been able to physically work that mission, you know, because of the pandemic and being furloughed. So I was trying to think of ways to be of service. And so uh, in, in one of the Facebook groups, I, uh, somebody had asked for assistance. They had no experience with fundraising for a not-for-profit. And I reached out, like, how can I be of service? Turns out this person, it was so dynamic. It was like the best connection awesome. I made. It really um, buoyed me for the week about like the direction my life is taking and on a professional level it was like so great and it really started from just thinking about what I could do for other people and it's amazing how immediate you know how immediate the return is paying it forward is the way to go that's you know and especially with your mindset has changed quite a bit you know like You've always are, you've always been a giving person. If someone needs you, you, you know, you're, you think about that. There's just like different ways of doing it. And I think you're doing it in a different way. Like you're actually, cause you never had time, right? Your service yeah. is now of time. Like yeah. you didn't have time no. you know, and now you have time. There's certain, you know, like understanding your energy and where you're at. And, you know, we talk about idiot compassion where people who neglect themselves or take so much of themselves to help other people is a very unhealthy practice but the balance of doing service when it also serves you and feeling good about it just feeling good about it is is what you get in return you don't expect anything in return other than it feels good to give the expectation of it coming back is not going to help 
pay things forward. It's just a natural organic process is that you really enjoyed giving this person your time. When you talked about it, you lit yeah. up. You yeah. literally lit up. You were like, I, it was just a phenomenal conversation because you had yeah. equal mind conversation and that's the gift of it. And so I think what this pandemic is very frustrating is that, you know, while we're trying to survive ourselves, how can we still be of service? And I think that's, that's the key. There's so many other ways of being of service. Yeah. You know, by taking care of you first so that you can help others is a great thing. Right. And, you know, <laughs> getting in touch with yourself and your, your, your spiritual side, it's like, uh, you know, if you have the time now and you, you know, here we are, it's winter time. It's the, you know, we are go going into spring. It's now's the time to start thinking about action. It's the perfect time to learn um, or walk the path of your own spiritual journey. And so what you're doing on Patreon with, we have three, we have different levels of support. $5 a month really is the backbone of keeping our podcast going. Honestly, right. we would not be able to, we would not be able to continue this podcast right. with all the techn technology subscriptions. Um, during this uh, time of unemployment for us. Um, so if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't even be able to really do the podcast. Um, so uh, the $5 a month is uh, keeps us going. You get card of the day and you're part of uh, specials and things. And then there's $10 sassy sauerkraut. Then there's $20 VIP circle. And then, um, and then the mentee tier, yeah. which is new uh, for a year. Can you believe that? I can't believe it's been a year. And it's evolving differently than what we expected. For sure. I like think every that, single thing we've done with this thing. It's it's not evolving. And the reason why we want to talk about it again, we keep talking about it, is because what's great is that we, we're getting new people into the mentee group. And it's all about education and self-actualization with your spirit. So the, the sage mentees, which are the mentees that have been on for a year, but also have always done the work. The goal is that you get the support to do your work and expand out on your own. Whether yeah. you just wanna do it for your own personal gain to be more spiritually aligned. Do you wanna be a reader or do you wanna be a counselor yourself? There's, we have massage therapists who wanna advance. We've got like, you know, whatever your goal is and you wanna take that spiritual aspect with you, you get that kind of support training and routine with this. It's only twice a month, you know, you meet up, but you get sessions with me just to talk about what your goals are is sometimes just enough to get you on track, you know? Then the new people coming in, I'm, I'm going back to which all the mentees can go on. Nobody, there's no separating. You can join anything you want. The divination is we're going back to 101. Like you want to, we have to talk about energy again. We have to talk about your chakras. What divination do you want to use? We have some mentees that are learning how to scry, which is reading crystals. There's some people who are I'm training how to do cards or some doing connection with their higher self. There's some with deep meditation, wanting to train other people in meditation. I'm teaching them all that. So there's just like, I think when you have a support circle to advance yourself, I think it means a lot because the feedback that I'm getting from the group is that they don't want to leave the, they, they're advancing. And so we're working on each level, but it's like, 
to have like-minded people who are who have all different gifts because I don't teach one way. It's I don't teach I teach your way, whatever you want. Like I teach whatever the client wants. So like, you know, I kind of call myself the tour guide. My job is to get you through your town, and then you find out where you're interested. <laughs> in direction. I just kind of go, okay, over here you have this, and over here you have that. I'm just the taxi cab driver when you're going on vacation. You know, and that is what holds people back from really exploring that the person who is your mentor who's teaching you things should not be their way only. They should teach you all different ways. And then you go the way that makes you feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. The way I read cards is not like how everybody reads cards, but I will show you, you read cards this way, you can do this way, you can do this way. And I will help you on that way that makes you feel comfortable. I have people who balance dark who are dark and I have to help them with their dark. It's not all light. It's not all anything. It's whatever your gifts are. And I, and I'm really seeing that it's growing because people are catching on to that, that it's not about my way. It's about, let me help you get to your way and and be good at it. Yeah. So I didn't mean to be long-winded about it, but I'm excited I'm excited about it. And I'm excited to go back to and do Divination 101. So if you're looking to learn about Divination, join now. Join now and, and see what's what's up there, what's, out, what's happening. And then our $5, our video, we have our sages, that's the mentees doing videos too. Yeah, that's really, that's been really great. It's my favorite. Loving it. My, I love it because it's not all about me. It's not all about you. I know. And there's enough sunshine to go around. And I freaking hate that. I hate that people who do this for a living cannot help other people because they're afraid they're not going to have business. I know. It's, <laughs> it's fucking the not the work. That's not the fucking work. I know. I, I don't mean to curse. I mean, I've got caca mouth, but it really, it really upsets me because there's so many talented people out there who are goo, call themselves gurus. They are, they're shaman guru people but they don't, they don't help other people who are talented because they're afraid they're going to take their clients right? or take other people. My thing is go ahead. If you can do something better than me, please take them. And then I'm going to help you so that you can help that person better. That's how it should be because there's enough sunshine to go around. It takes a village. Not oh my gosh. You're all full of cliches. <laughs> I'm all full of piss and It's vinegar. not the heat. It's the humidity. <laughs> Mike Tyson DeGrasse. Mike Tyson DeGrasse. That is, that, um, I feel like you're always playing Wheel of Fortune. Me? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can I have a tea, please? (laughs) Your before and after is constantly going. Uh, Constantly, constantly going, constantly going. Oh my gosh. So that's what we're doing on Patreon. And I just, I would love to, to just do more. And I am, I am antsy. Can you tell how antsy I am? I can't just, I miss our workshops. Like I, I think I miss that more than socializing, hanging out with people. I, I want to hug people. I want to help them. I want to make everybody feel good and tell them how amazing they are. And do meditation and get people to places. I really love my job. And I tell you this all the time. I really love my job. I really love my job. Yeah. And so 
I'm really excited. Do you want me to stop talking? You're looking no, at not at all. I was just thinking that it was a year ago last week that we yeah. had our last workshop. And it was awesome. It, it was, was so a sold out awesome. meditation workshop. So awesome. So I'm excited because I wrote another workshop. I've been just writing workshops, even though we can't do anything, but I'm just like, okay, I'm going to write another workshop. Well, we might do one online. Yeah. I know yeah. you sent me something really bad at looking at things online. Donna's like so patient. I'm just giving you a shout out. Donna's very patient with me. She's very super patient with me. Um, um, you telling thousands of people that I'm patient with you does not make me more patient. I no. just want you to know that. Oh, it does know. not work. You can <laughs> tell all the thousands of people who listen anything you want about me, Kath. It doesn't are, work. I'm does. still annoyed. I'm still going to be annoyed. So, you're so funny. So, I already talked about it, I think, on the last podcast, but my Oracle deck is 99% done. 99. All I have to do is press a button, but I need support to press the button. <laughs> <laughs> and it's awesome. And I can't wait to talk about it. And I'm really proud of it. And it's uh, basically like a deck to, to teach you how to be your own Oracle. It's like, you know, everything that we talk about, Don, it's like, you know, you just need somebody to show you how you can get your own answers. I think that's what we do. Yeah. Because I go back and I'm like, well, what makes us different? Or what, what is it that we offer that, you know, like it's not my way or the highway. It's your way, your highway. Let me show you the intersection you need to go in, you know, <laughs> trying to <laughs> Oh, you've watched too much cars, too much cars by Nico. <laughs> Life is a highway. Life is a highway. <laughs> <laughs> I want to drive it all night long and I'm going to be there with you to do it. No, it is. It's true. Um, you know, uh, I always go back to my, my horrible experience, my, the worst spiritual experience I ever had. No, wait. The second worst spiritual experience I ever had was during my year and a, a year and a day of initiation i had to learn zen meditation at the zen monastery and um they hit your feet with yeah. sticks yeah and i remember the, i remember that they were saying they were saying whoever the instructor was or the very impatient old man he was just like you will never achieve what you're trying to achieve unless you do it this way. And then, and then the fucking next month I'm, you know, I'm with a bunch of witches in the woods and they're like, you can fall asleep. You can lay down, you can do whatever. And, and I'm like, okay, okay, people <laughs> like what, what way do you want me? You know, there are people who are like, you have to chant, you have to do this. You have to do that. You have to do that. And that's why I'm a bad witch. That's why I was, you know, I don't know who I was just saying this to. I think Addie, I was talking to Addie about how, you know, I'm, I'm a kitchen witch. I really learned from our grandma Sue in the kitchen, making magic with whatever's in the kitchen. And that's what I do. And I don't have the robes and I don't do the exact chance. And I write my own ritual and I write my own poetry and I do my own thing. And sometimes it's the day before the full moon, sometimes it's the day after the full moon, but I'm still doing it. And my intention is there. My energy is there. 
And I can certainly throw a good wallop of a whammy if I wanted to do it with my witchcraft, but I'm just so bad at the people who say it's, this is the way you will, you, if you do these steps, you will definitely um, achieve what you're looking for, but you're, what you're looking for is now through the filter of that teacher. Do you know what? Yes. And that, you know, what's interesting is I always kind of think about school. Now, it's not a secret that I was in special ed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not laughing at you. You I'm laughing laughing near you. No, you can hear you. I know you are across from me on zoom is that, um, well, my, my special ed teacher, my resource room teacher, they told me that I score college level on all of my assessments and they didn't understand. They, they just could not understand me how I scored. Like my height, my IQ is super high and how I scored so high. I knew answers from things that I didn't know, but when it came to school and sitting down and listening to other people and doing right. work, I had a very, because I don't learn. I can't, I cannot, I physically, how my head is, my mind, my body, everything. I don't learn like everybody else, but it doesn't mean I don't, I can't achieve what everybody else is achieving. I'm educated. I'm smart in my own way. I am a successful <laughs> person. I am very intellectual. And gosh darn it, people like me. And people like me. <laughs> gosh darn it. But. You're good enough. You're smart, smart enough. And gosh darn, people, people like, like me. me. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn and and the frustration of mom having with me is that I did not I could not learn like everybody else learned but it doesn't didn't mean that I couldn't have the same achievement as everybody else it's just that everybody is put in a fucking box oh I know to, to cookie cut everything and that's why we don't we're having a hard time having successful education because we're eclectic everybody's different everybody has their own way of getting where they need to be and the gift is to look at that. Now, the only reason why I'm doing this path is because I got beat up really fucking bad and I had a third <laughs> eye <laughs> and I died and came back is the only reason why I do this work because that, that's right. what I was meant to do. This job wasn't like, I didn't go, I did go to school later, but I didn't go to school when this first happened. I didn't learn from one particular person. I got influenced and inspired by different teachers. I worked under Stephen Thayer. Uh, he, he wrote a book called Interview with an Angel, with Angel Ariel. He's very well known, has programs everywhere. And even him, he, or he you know, anointed me and was like, your path, your life, see ya, you are not, this is, you're beyond whatever this specific thing is. I'm flattered and honored by that. But it took me a long time to realize that I can't have one person teach me this. Right. I need a guidance counselor. Right. <laughs> I need a resource room teacher. <laughs> and so my resource teacher is Gabriel, Gabe, my charismatic yeah. adult. Your charismatic adult, yeah. So I learned from Gabriel to be a resource teacher for all the people because everybody's learning differently and have different, they have different, they excel at different things. And so I'm a, that's why I just kind of like figured myself out why I teach the way I do. I mentor my, my, um, I don't know the name of everybody. 
<laughs> the mentees? The mentees. I mentee them. I mentor them the way I learned in resource room is what are you good at? Let's, let's go on your strengths. I'm a strength-based teacher. Well, oh my that? God. I'm just so smart right now. I how just, probably... <laughs> we just exhausting. figured out your niche strength-based teacher. I'm a strength yeah. teacher and I'm excited for everybody. It is not a selfish role. I want everybody to be successful and have a booming business if they want, or have a booming life and be happy with themselves. It's not about me. It's about them. That's a good resource teacher. So I am the resource room teacher of the spiritual realm. <laughs> I'm such a dork. Oh my God. Yes. So I basically just process with everybody else listening. So guys, if you ever want to know what it's like a day in a life of a conversation that either Donna or Henry and I have, this is it. <laughs> yeah. this, is the, this is the dinner table talk. Yeah. Out of nowhere, I will process like this. Yeah, well, I'm glad we could all be here for you, Kath. Thank you. I want to thank everybody for being a good listener. It's <laughs> <Listen to> a <our laughs> podcast. Like, well, we kind of did. We kind of press play. You can always stop at any time. So I was really excited because I just want to talk about today because we I like to talk about animal spirit of the week, if that's okay, because uh -huh. it's related. So um, the salmon came up and I don't, I'm not, animals can, you know, we talk about the spirit animals. Those are my main divination because it's a native part, Native American part of my, my training I had in my world, in my head. And so... <clears throat> The salmon is about how you always, you have to, how you deal with your obstacles and how you handle things and going upstream and always going back to a, a base of where you came from. There's, it, it, in science, there's an ecosystem about salmon that you can look up at Google. I did not Google it, but the spiritual aspect of the salmon was really fascinating to me because I couldn't identify with the salmon itself. But then Henry said he identified greatly with the salmon. And how we, how we were able to come up with this is that a salmon uh, kind of thinks about the obstacles and how to get around it and how to get to their goal and overcoming them with strength and preciseness and how to do it. Where um, Henry said that I was, there's a B word, I was, I, I don't remember the word, but all I do is I don't think about what I do. I just do it. Mm -hmm. And I disrupt things. I'm a disruptor. That's what yeah. I am. Tell me I'm about a dis it. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I disrupt energy. I disrupt my life. I love change. I have to constantly be changing, constantly be moving. I have to always be moving forward. I can never go backwards because I have to go back to a place that's safe and comfortable for me. So the determination of salmon to go up should go where you have to go. So the salmon, the reason why I don't identify is because it's really embedded in me where I'm not seeing it. Where if you're seeing it, you have to, you have precise moments on how to overcome. You have steps to kind of overcome your obstacles to get to your comfort level. So it's basically how you self-regulate. Mm. How are you self-regulate? How do you get back to your baseline? They call it a baseline. Mm -hmm. Your baseline is how is what you are when you're calm and okay. 
And so when you have things in your life that disrupt you, which is circumstance you don't, uh, you, you know, you can't explain, mistakes, um, you know, trauma, things happen in life, you're up here, you're in crisis mode or you're in trauma mode. You have to figure out how to self-regulate and calm yourself down. Salmon is very precise on their safety plans on how to come down, get to baseline to get where they want to go. And the process takes a long time. I embrace disrupting. I just go. I'm like, I don't know, we'll figure it out, but I'm just going to keep going. And that's my baseline. My base is like, you know, it's just like go, 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 forward motion. And that goes spiritually, mentally, intellectually. I wish more physically. <laughs> physically, not so much. Mm -hmm. So when that appeared, when that appeared, it really made me think about that I'm at an age, right? We're at an age where this is kind of who we are, I think. You know, we're always going to evolve and change, but our character is this, you know, our personality, you know, we're going to be in our fifties or we're 50 and it's like we're croning and the salmon identifying, are you a disruptor or do you have to pace yourself because the disrupting is very disruptive to you, embracing it or fighting it? Salmon was very interesting. I would suggest everybody look up salmon. Okay. That was my animal spirit of the animal spirit of the week. All right, everybody, follow us on Instagram. Yes. Check us out on Patreon. Yes. We're also on Facebook, but not so much. More Instagram. Okay. And um, uh, look for more things to come. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And then next time, hopefully, I'll get to talk about my cards. Oh, yeah. That's what my goal is. Like, our next podcast, I can talk about the cards. Okay, great. All right, Kath. All right, love you, Don. I have Oculus to play. Time to go. I got to eat something. All right, love All right. you. Bye. Bye. Open up my window to substitute outside.